0: hello and welcome to this week's episode of the layman's guide to the multiversary dive between the panels and break through the fourth wall i'm your host matt and with me i got Paulo. hello uh, we're doing introductions we're doing introductions <laughs> we are not going to let this coronavirus get the best of us we're going back to the old ways i got Paulo. we're doing introductions <laughs> okay i got ed hey how's And hey, we got mike I like this introduction. Good, right? <laughs> yeah, right. We're we're staying positive. We're staying positive.
1: Yeah,
2: but I mean, come, I am re- right. to- listen. I'll be honest with you guys. I am feeling super
0: negative today. I'm the best. Why, dude? We're doing an episode on Doctor Doom's minions, the Doom Patrol. <laughs> How dare you?
3: Oh, dare I thought you? there was a
0: crossover between Doctor Doom and then DreamWorks the the Minions Ooh. movie.
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Can I get
0: that? No, no, yeah. no! It's the Nickelodeon cartoon uh, Doom Patrol, where they take a bunch of Doom Bots and uh, they're like like uh, <sighs> animals, and they save a bunch of Canadians that you know God. don't know want to hire like a real rescue squad. <laughs> they're saving money.
1: Doom Patrol. <laughs> oh God!
0: No, I've been in lockdown for ten weeks with two little children. Okay, I have an excuse. <laughs> He's got his, I head. He's
3: got gonna... his Paw Patrol
4: head cannon over here. Oh, I like that. Right. I thought you were going to yeah. throw me an arbitrary number, and I'm like, it has been that long, hasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Corona land is is real. Well, you've been stuck with the kids. Us,
2: the rest of us, have been stuck with either people or significant others. So, yeah, but
4: hey, I've been I've been uh, stuck here with my uh, my my freeloading cat. Yeah, same here. I pretty much yell uh. at her every day to go get a job. Constantly trying like, to take my job. <laughs> oh we know don't worry <laughs> Yo, your cat sends me emails once in a while and it's just no to steal Paula's job man. it's really weird like I, I i didn't realize your cat could use a keyboard like let alone the internet
0: Your cat's very good. my cat just sits yeah, in my like, basement and reads my comic books i think
4: we gotta, we gotta we gotta we gotta get jackie on the podcast
0: we should we gotta just- Dude,
4: she probably knows that at this point she's probably read more
0: comics than we have <laughs> uh, probably yeah i definitely slept on more i mean she's always dressed like she's ready to go out you know with her tuxedo and everything but (laughs) oh that's so cute that's adorable which i hate because my cat
2: also has a tuxedo on all the time
4: oh i think my cat technically has one on too
2: i don't have a cat (laughs) way to make it dark mike way to make it dark
3: (laughs) and
0: why what i've never no i've never had a cat okay no darkness spoilers (laughs) mike is one of the aliens from alf Holy oh shit!
3: God. <laughs> oh, I must be starving. I've never had a cat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or that's the reason you don't
4: have a cat.
3: Ah, Just yes. keep eating it. Mm, delicious. Oh uh, well,
4: you <laughs> say you keep eating it like it's the same cat. It gets regurgitated. <laughs> <laughs> I got a cloning machine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure cat regurgitation is the, the name of my new metal band. <laughs> <Like it's- laughs>
0: well, this is starting to sound as weird as an episode <laughs> of Doom Patrol. I dare say. Ah. <sighs> Gotcha, oh, was so you're not good. wrong. Bringing it back in. Bringing it back in.
4: Tell me. Tell me the cat. Tell me like cat regurgitator isn't the name of a Doom Patrol villain. I yeah. feel like it
0: would be. It could be or a hero.
4: It could be a
1: hero. Yeah.
0: Ooh.
4: <sighs> so I mean, robot man. Really, <laughs> robot man. Negative man. Last a woman yeah yeah,
0: it sounds about right cyborg so Uh, cyborg so they got season two coming out uh what end of june end of next month yeah Yeah. end of june season two we've all seen season one and it was fantastic i have to say um we have
2: all seen it right Yeah. yeah yeah
0: i think yes i remember the last time we saw it one of us
2: hadn't seen it at all at all correct yeah last time we tried to do this in case you guys didn't realize we this is our like fifth attempt to do a doom patrol episode we've shelved
0: all the other ones um (laughs) it's like it's it's a second try let's it's it's (laughs) a second try the first time i couldn't pronounce alan to duck's name and you know right and it was just Alan
2: alan Two ducks
0: alan Two ducks But um, yeah, no. Overall, really weird show. And and you know the the history of uh, Doom Patrol, I also find to be hilarious. Um, didn't it start off as like the inspiration for like the X Men, and then like it just got weird?
4: Yeah. So the story, and, and I I forget the um the writer, like the, the, the I forget the creative team behind that comic. But the uh, the rumor is is that like Stan Lee was at the same party that some of the other guys were at. And they were talking about like hey we've got this new team coming out whether there's a new team book coming out um so what i find is pretty interesting is the like if you look at the first cover of doom patrol and the first cover of uh, the x-men it's a lot of the same wording. Like, I, I think the Doom Patrol tagline is like the the like the world's strangest heroes,
1: mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> um, and like the X Men really like have like you know the the world's like most different heroes or something. <laughs> like it's a lot, it's, a lot the, it's a lot of this. Yeah, it's a lot of the same stuff um, on on the cover. And Doom Patrol only predates the X Men by like two months.
0: Okay, but I mean, like the whole concept though, where they got like you know a guy in a wheelchair running the show. Yeah, there there are there's a few parallels. Yeah,
4: there's, there's a ton.
0: I mean, like I, um, I didn't really notice any outside of that, though. I mean, just, just going off of uh, the first season on on uh, DC Universe.
4: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. The the, the TV show takes a lot of its inspiration. It takes, it takes its inspiration less from the original run and a lot more from, like, uh, say, your Grant Morrison run or, like, your Keith Giffen or uh, Gerard Way.
2: So just to add to that comment that you made about um, the creative team. So the writer Arnold Drake... Was the man who wrote the first Doom Patrol story, and he states um, that he's become more and more convinced that Stanley knowingly stole the X Men from the Doom Patrol. Uh, and Excelsior. yeah, over, over the <laughs> years, a he's, learned, he's learned that an awful lot of writers and artists were both working uh, super super closely between Marvel and DC. Therefore, from when I first brought the idea to DC's editor, uh, yeah, so pretty much he's, he he claims that that's he made that he made that just before he died in 2007 in that interview yeah um where he started saying that he he, he's gone back and forth saying whether he's like adamant that it was stolen it was a stolen idea or other times it's like yeah there are similarities but it's like eh.
0: i mean if if it it legitimately was a stolen idea it wouldn't have been the first time
2: oh yeah no Mm. 100 absolutely at that point i feel
4: like uh comic books were being stealing from each other constantly Mm mm-hmm Oh, you could say that about any kind of media at this point.
0: Yeah, it's like you know, Marvel's the uh, Louis Garcia of uh, comic books, I guess. Uh, what is it? There's no original idea
2: anymore. My I believe dementia, is what the.
0: Guy. Forget what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: uh,
0: what do I think Louis Garcia? Who's Louis <laughs> Garcia? Uh, Who's know. Louis but Garcia? My, uh, uh carlos Menzies, carlos i couldn't remember it he hasn't been relevant for nearly 20 years so what? I'm curious. he, hasn't, oh, re- he hasn't been relevant
4: since joe rogan called him out for stealing
0: jokes <laughs> <laughs>
2: joe
4: rogan blew his shit up and, uh, what's it called the comedy song yes if you haven't seen that clip please go 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 check it out i remember
2: one time i actually went to go look that up and the only reason oh? i even discuss is because it's relevant to like you know people stealing ideas from comic books to to other medias but the um I found the clip like by accident. I was like, "Holy shit!" I did not know this because he just disappeared off TV at one point, just randomly. Yeah.
4: He just yeah, Carlos Mencia just disappeared.
2: <laughs> like, and he hasn't done anything since then. Since like he no. got called out by Joe Rogan, nothing, nothing from this man.
4: I th- I just love that uh, Rogan starts calling him by his real name. Like his his actual name is like Ned something or other.
0: Oh, that's funny. <laughs> I got I got to <laughs> rewatch that clip. It's it's been forever since I seen it. It's good. I mean, I'm so
2: friend of the show, Joe Rogan. Please, uh, please give us a shout out.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> it's <shit is> crazy. <laughs> Look at that. Mencia gets some contact with with uh, Joe Rogan. He starts doing DMT and he loses the show. There you go. But um, yeah, no, back back to Doom Patrol. Okay, so yeah, um, comic book writers stealing ideas from each other. Um, I mean, like the a lot of the characters uh, going off of it. I mean, you, you got robot man. You got mm-hmm. is it elastic girl or elastic woman? I can't remember uh, both.
4: I think it started as girl and then eventually graduated a woman. And now I think they just refer to her by her they name. They just refer like, to like her she's name she's in the just, show. Yeah. yeah, she's just Rita now. Um,
0: mm. Yeah, you had Jane. Uh, I believe she was originally called crazy Jane. Yes. Um, and I'm always going to screw this up. And then you have negative man. Was yes, yes. Larry Tr- Larry Trainer, negative right, man. right, right, and um, and in the TV show, the big bad was um, Mister Nobody, Mister Nobody. Nobody. Yes, I always confuse Negative Man and Mister Nobody.
2: Honestly, played by the fantastic Alan Tuduk. Oh, because he just shoots the scenery
4: in, in the show. Uh, Alan Tuduk is great in that show. Just, <laughs> uh, just uh, spoke directly to camera. No, no. all the time. Uh, no,
2: and Alan, and honestly, he's been fantastic in every DC thing that he's been put on. Yeah, um, he's been he was also speaking of that. And a shout out again to DC. Um, <laughs> he does the voice. He does the voice of the Joker in uh, the Harley Quinn TV show. Mm-hmm. He does the voice of Clayface and all the which characters that Clayface plays in, in the TV show. Which is just <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, so good. And he did something else too recently with them. I just I don't remember what the heck it was all of a sudden.
4: I know he was on that. Uh, that show was it? Powers? What? The, what the hell was the name of that show? Where oh like... no,
2: he was. Um, no, that show that didn't last. It was supposed to be a um, kind of like an office with an insurance company that uh, they were supposed oh, to be. Set in Metropolis. Oh. Yes, yeah, set in Metropolis. Uh. So it was like an insurance company that was like the insurance company for all like superheroes that like uh you know that they, they covered the damages and stuff
4: <laughs> yeah they, they, they cover all the collateral damage caused by like oh, super that, uh, like the super fights. that was the name of
2: the show i believe collateral collateral it, uh, i think so it's i mean that's starring,
4: a great premise unfortunately it didn't, a...
2: it didn't make it to to, to actual show
4: no, I thought it, I thought it had like I thought it was it was they ordered a season. I think they I thought they ordered like a six to eight episode season, and they only aired like four episodes before they pulled the plug. I
0: was afraid you are going to tell me he was part of uh, that show, Krypton. Man, I don't want to watch that anymore. That show was it any good? No, I, I heard it was, it was surprisingly all right. I, like, I couldn't get into I,
4: it. I hate the concept of like we're going to do like a prequel show, but also it's not.
0: Yeah, I didn't like it. <laughs>
4: a lot of time tra- like, like superman time travels back to krypton i think is the premise uh,
0: right? no, no 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 it's 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 events leading up to uh krypton's demise yes
1: uh, it, it no fall- it was
2: before no 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 no. krypton was actually um a couple of hundred years before krypton exploded if i recall correctly it wasn't his father it was his, it ancestor. Was his grandfather yeah, yeah. Um. um but yeah so going back to the, what we were discussing uh powerless was the name of the tv show there it is. Uh, um, makes sense. The, makes the sense. series was officially canceled on May eleventh, twenty seventeen. We got a total of third. The pilot was ordered. Pulled the final three episodes from the series from the schedule. The other episodes were made available on TVNZ on demand. What is that? I have no idea what that is. Uh, but there were twelve episodes total. And uh, Vanessa Hudgens was a main character on there. She played. Yes. Yeah. Vanessa Hudgens, Danny Putty. And Alan Tudyk was the boss. He was the boss of Wayne security, who is the son of Vanderveer Wayne, senior cousin of Bruce Wayne.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know. Like, I feel like I'm going to have to go out and look for this show and may- we may have to watch it. I'm I, down.
4: I'm so down.
2: Um, but yeah, I bet I, that, that he's been great in everything that he's done. He chews every scene with such glee in in Doom Patrol. Just constantly looking at the
4: camera. Well, I feel like a uh, leaf on the wind, man. <sighs> oh
1: boy, too. Serious. I mean, you do, you do too know, serious. you
2: do know how reavers clean their spears, right?
1: <laughs> Go on, do do you? That's no, I do <laughs> not. I don't.
0: I don't know.
2: <laughs> they run them through a wash.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <man. sighs> Terrible. <laughs> uh. <sighs>
2: Who stole that joke uh, from somebody? I think you stole it from me. I think so. From, it was horrible. From Carlos and yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's topical.
0: It's just signals, mm. Mal. It's just signals. <sighs> Regardless. But, <laughs> he's great in that show. Oh, yeah. Everything um, about that show is great. But um, yeah, but uh, from what I can gather, it seems like everything up until Grant Morrison got his hands on it, it seems like your typical 1960s pulp <laughs> Uh, comic book.
4: Yeah, it's. I mean, everything was I mean, a it, was
2: a pulp comic back then. The 1960s were not very revolutionary for comics. No,
4: no, it was it was very much still like this shit's for kids. Um, I mean, they tried to do they they tried to do a couple of things that were a little oddball with them. Um, but again, it was the 60s. You know, they rebooted them a couple of times into the 70s, but it really wasn't until like Grant Morrison, like they were looking to re- revitalize the IP, mm-hmm. and they were like, we got this hotshot writer from uh, you know, the UK, so let's give them. You know, some let's give him something and then like, let's give him the ball and see what he does. Uh, and he just went, you know, left with it instead of right.
0: Grant Morrison, right? right. Man, a, that kid, what, that kid's whatever, going somewhere. Yeah, whatever happened yeah. after he wrote that GI Wonder.
3: I don't think he did anything else.
0: <laughs> no, just, 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 just,
4: doing Doom Patrol and that's it.
3: Yeah get <laughs> that
4: okay, promise.
1: Yeah, right?
4: No, no. What, what I find interesting about that though is they gave him Doom Patrol. They gave him Animal Man, and he successfully like turned those into like must-read runs. Um, which they eventually were like, okay, we're gonna reboot Justice League because like that wasn't doing too hot in the, in the mid '90s. So they were like, well, we did it twice, and he, and it worked. So like third time's the charm. Grant, like, kill this, please. <laughs> and his his
0: run on JLA is fantastic. He killed it. He did. Uh, good times. But um, all right. So yeah. So uh, Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol. I mean, because that's, as you said, that's what the show's based off of. And I mean, it, it's been very successful, I want to say.
4: Yeah, I was surprised <laughs> that like when, they, um, when Warner started talking about the, H- the HBO Max streaming service that they were like, yeah, we're taking these DCU shows and we're throwing it on there. I'm like really
2: I mean they're doing they're supposed to be doing a lot more DC shows on that HBO Max um platform namely because I feel like they're realizing the opportunity that comes with what D- DC TV shows they have out that are not the CW shows
0: well well that too and I, I feel like uh DC Universe outside of nerds like us doesn't really have doesn't seem very popular
4: no no you're 100 right like it's 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 a niche so like streaming services i don't want to say are niche but like they're starting to get that way because like how many streaming services are you gonna like are you willing to pay for right yeah. you do a quick you do a quick
2: google search there's at least 15 to 20 different
0: yeah there's there's there's, quite there's a bit, right? 15 to 20 that are worth your time go on the roku um oh, like my shop God, channel. That roku shop channel yeah they have so many damn streaming channels and some of, them are,
2: some of them are very, very specific stuff, too. They serve very niche
4: categories.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Everything's so splintered. Yeah.
4: So, like, it makes sense that they're like, oh, these shows are doing well and that they're critically acclaimed. Let's put them on a platform where more eyes are going to get on. I'm
2: pretty sure, that, pretty sure there is a channel specifically for rats that teach martial arts, speaking of splinters. Yeah.
3: <laughs> All right, I can think of one, but where are the others? <laughs> I did say niche. <laughs> oh, wow. What a thin slice of pizza.
4: <laughs> oh, shell shock.
2: <laughs> it, regardless, um, but no, they're seeing the, the opportunity there. There's a lot more. I think there was um, There's a the rumor of a Green Lantern TV show. Uh, They're going to do another one.
4: Are are we getting J.J. Abrams on that, too? Or was that uh, just Lee Dark? Uh, Or
0: is it both?
2: I don't don't recall which one that was going to be. I think it might be both.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. How much lens flares are going to be on every single one of the Green Lantern's constructs?
4: How many Uh, mystery boxes are they going to throw out?
0: Listen. So many.
4: The Green
2: Lantern core lives off lens flares, okay? So...
4: (laughs) Let's be honest, uh, they got the right man for the show. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the, the rings no longer run on willpower, they're going to run on lens flare.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Did you see the fucking lens flare on Starkiller Base when it was blowing up that planet?
2: Oh, God. Yes, I did, actually. JJ
0: is just like, my career has been bleeding up to this moment.
2: <laughs> it was in this moment that I knew what I, what I was here for. <laughs> what I was born to do.
0: Dude, if he was a DBZ character, his finishing maneuver would be a solar flare. I love it. He'd be Ooh. <laughs> No,
2: no, no. Krillin <laughs> stole that move from Tien. Let's get that right. Tien was the yeah. one who did that first. Oh, Tien is so cool and also a jobber. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. Such yeah. A, <laughs> it's such a bummer. I mean, his best moment is the end of that cell fight. In the original Dragon Ball Z, like <laughs> yeah. just before just before uh, Goku shows up and saves him, where right.
3: he's yeah. just he's like, throwing
4: out the fucking solar flares. You know, he, like,
3: no, they weren't like, solar flares. They're the, ki- tri- the tribe. beams, bro. Kikoho oh, motherfucker. That's what it was. That's what yeah, it was. Dude. Yeah, team he's got three sides to that. beam
2: honestly, Team Four Star does that better than the actual regular
3: series. They <laughs> really do. Oh yeah, it is incredible. It's incredible.
2: It's incredible. Oh, Listening no. to him yell at Cell and Cell just going. <laughs> 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 so you
3: stop doing that <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man but yeah though um yeah doom patrol topic of the of the day uh <laughs> what how did he, <laughs> he get brendan Fraser?
3: what else is he Dude, doing brendan Fraser. <laughs> okay if you recall <laughs> so when this when the
2: original when the first season came out he had just gotten done paying his alimony payments <laughs> Right. If I recall correctly, oh, that's really so. That man was just—it is his first job out of alimony <laughs> payments. So now Honestly, he's he able to make it. that money.
0: He Because of course it. he Because of course the first thing they do when they show Brendan Fraser is zooming on his ass.
4: <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's on yeah. brand at that point.
0: Yeah, that's that's that's
3: the ass that beat the mummy. You got to show it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I like I said I don't okay so I don't know if you're listening to this episode I really hope you've already seen season one because yeah because
4: I think at this point we're gonna have to spoil some stuff
2: there is some stuff that we're gonna have to spoil because I mean at the end of the season you get to see a a rat a roach and a rat make out so yeah that does that's a thing yeah what
0: a highlight yeah Yeah. I almost forgot about that and they were gigantic too and they were on Danny the Street. Uh man.
2: God, that show is weird. Like, Danny, yeah, like, like the, the
4: the best way you can explain this show is just a quote from it. Yeah. The butts are loose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> followed by a followed by a gunshot. So like, OK,
0: <laughs> for starters, Danny, the uh, he, he starts off the street. He becomes a brick. At some point, he becomes an ambulance. Mm hmm. No, You're spoiling things from the comics, but yes, what, that's okay. He, yes, well, yes. We, we should probably explain who Danny. I was about is. to say, uh, Dan, how did he Danny start? Off?
4: A, he wasn't. These Dan, start. Danny, off? He Danny a, is a. Uh, oh god, I'm sorry. D- I
0: was about to say, was he a Grant Morrison creation? Yes. Okay. Uh,
4: that makes he, perfect so, sense. Yes. Yep. Danny. Yeah. D- Danny the Street is a sentient transgender street. I uh, know that's, that that's what. Yeah, I, I will. It is. I will repeat that. He's he, he's a sentient transgender street. But we get it. We all know. Yeah, yeah. We've seen it, so we know. Yeah. We understand. No, no. I'm just saying, like that. That's a ridiculous sentence. Because, like, who who else than that Scottish bastard is, is is coming up with a character like that? Like, that's fucking off the wall. He was
2: on all the drugs when he wrote off that. the street. Yeah. He, he, well, he he actually was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Grant Morrison is always on drugs. He is a drug.
4: <laughs> I don't. I don't know if he is anymore, but he definitely was in the late '80s and the early '90s. Like he doesn't remember writing a lot of his Justice League run because he was trying to recreate a uh, like this re- this ridiculous um, hallucinogenic experience he had in Kathmandu.
1: Mm.
4: How does one recreate
2: a hallucinogenic experience that occurred to you in Kathmandu?
4: You take a bunch of acid, DMT, and uh, mushrooms at the same time. Cool. I love it.
0: What a cocktail! You're in. Oh my God! And you pray to the correct snake god, not the one that Alan Moore prays to. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> gotta get all the sigils. Well, I gotta,
0: no, you gotta like, wonder. You gotta
2: wonder. It, did Alan Moore yeah. pray to the right snake god, or did Grant Morrison pray
0: to the right snake god? Like, which one? Really which question. one
2: is more successful? Like,
0: I like mean, Alan, in the general public's yeah. eyes, I'd argue more uh, Alan Moore. Yeah, I don't know, but
2: like, did Alan Moore ever want that kind of
0: popularity?
4: I don't think he ever did. No. I think he just wanted to I think he just wanted to write. Yeah. And then his writings blew up and then people were like I own this and he's like, "Well, I guess that's but fine." But do
0: you want more or <laughs> do you want more sun?
1: Ooh.
0: I want more sun.
4: I ah. just hope I just hope season 2 picks up a lot of like the the more ridiculous or the, the more like really outlandish ideas of the, the Doom Patrol comics like um one of the major bad guys of Morrison's run on Doom Patrol is the Brotherhood of Dadaism. Oh, yeah. Oh, I was oh I was God. so
3: excited for that
4: like the oh man there's a character like there's, there's there's a person in that group their power set is that they have every superpower you uh you haven't thought of <laughs> <laughs> so like you start rattling off powers and they start losing them
3: <laughs> so good that's oh, wow. what
1: How
3: yeah that... <laughs> so good you know somehow
1: like,
2: you can make that work like i that, yeah. that whole thing with the the book the words Mm-hmm. from from the first season that was fucking out there oh with the cult yeah the cult
4: that's actually lifted straight from the comic oh, um, what's the name of that
0: cult i forgot i i don't remember then uh um, then you got like weird stuff like the beard hunter um, oh, that's gross the beard hunter.
4: that i think that was also another i think that was also from morrison's run um yeah, but the it. the character is a little bit different Uh the um, the cult like they, of they, the unwritten they, book i'm sorry there it is yeah yeah, the, the the beard hunter was a I think a Morrison character, but they uh, they modernized the, the tick mm. for, the, for the TV show because like mm. if they're going to use the one straight from the um, straight from the comic, it's a little problematic. in you know, 2019 I think is when that the show Morris, came out. Probably. But even now, it's a, in 2020, it's a little problematic. He plays like um, I forget if he's like a if if he's closeted and like he's, he's like a self-hating gay guy. Mm, so, so yeah, they would have needed, he, he they like like needed to that. Out.
2: Yeah, they would have needed to modernize that a little bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like
4: I'm, I'm sure that there's, you know, that that still happens, but like the, the, the take is very uh, negative. I, forget, I, mean,
0: I uh, forget if in this show if the outrights said he was gay or not. But I think I do definitely I, remember they at least they
2: definitely they definitely brought up the fact that he was closeted about something in his life. I don't mm, forget what he
3: was closeted about though. Very overt, yes yeah. With the way he was yeah, acting, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: towards the end, they let they you find that out because he goes to live on. I believe he goes to live on da- on Danny.
0: He lives on Danny, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and,
2: like, and and Danny helps him become like who he's supposed to be, so to speak. Like frees him from his oh, oh that 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 what he's keeping down. I forget what the hell it was though. I don't remember. Uh, All I I know is the name of one of the other villains of the show, which isn't even really a villain, but just it's there is Animal Vegetable Mineral Man.
1: Yeah.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's and that's from I think the original run in the sixties.
3: Oh.
2: Yes, the uh, first appearance is Doom Patrol, Volume 1, number 89, August 1964. The only reason I know this is because I had to look it up because I couldn't remember his name. I don't remember if it was (laughs) Dinosaur Animal Vegetable Man or if it was... I remember it was... was, There was a dinosaur head attached to him. It was a guy and he had different appendages. He
4: had fucking celery coming out of one of his hands.
3: (laughs) I just love in the show. He was always like in the background doing crimes. Like, oh, yeah. he's never
4: like they never dealt with him. He's just kind of doing his own thing. Or if he wasn't doing crimes, the dinosaur was trying
0: to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and it was even funnier too. It was in the show. It was probably by Alec Mapa, uh, who's like this really really funny uh, comedian. Oh, that's fantastic. So like, he like you know, he he is like the furthest thing from the like what you would think of the guy playing a villain. Right. That's so good. <laughs> But it's still a comedic villain. He's, a, he's, oh, he's totally. a totally comedic villain, but he's, you know, if yeah. you see what he looks like, you know, he's like, you know, the short Asian gay comedian. He
2: absolutely right. has a stock of celery coming out of his uh, his hand. <laughs> That's his hand.
4: <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's so stupid. His
2: arm is made of wood. Uh, he's got a dinosaur, a raptor head specifically, mm-hmm. and a human head. We're still wearing glasses and minerals along his body. It's pretty freaking gruesome and also fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, he's killing
3: it. Yeah,
2: man. Uh, Needless to say, just everything about that is just the show is is bonkers.
4: Like, and it's bonkers in the best way possible.
0: (laughs) It's like remember, like those girls on MySpace back in the mid two thousands that were like, "LOL, so random, penguin."
1: It's like that. It was
0: actually funny and good.
3: (laughs) penguins hilarious. I mean, tell
0: tell me I'm wrong.
4: I mean, you're not. I mean, when, when 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 your show pretty much opens up with like a, a wide shot of Brendan Fraser's ass, like you kind of know what, what you're in for. Was that the
2: first episode?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that
2: was the first episode, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, okay. he
0: was cheating on his wife, and yeah, paying somebody that floozy that he met at a uh, at a racing event.
2: No, wasn't she, she was, was the, no, no, no. She was the um the nanny. The nanny, yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah. the nanny. Right.
0: oh shit! It was the nanny. Messed on my episodes, but yeah. Yeah, he he plays a real uh piece of crap in the beginning. Yeah, that's he does and,
4: and it works. Like he comes off like a fucking slime Listen, ball, that, but like that, all the extra weight he put on is like uh That
2: whole character arc is fucking great brutal and great because you get to see the results of his actions, you get to see his his what he goes through to get to where he is now, and you get to see the effect that it has on him.
4: Yeah, he has actual character growth, and really, we should kind of explain who Robot Man is. Um, Cliff Steele was a race car driver, a, a professional race car driver. Mm-hmm. Um, got into an accident. Uh, I think in the comics, he got into an accident on the track itself, um, but I think in the show, he gets into a, a car accident, like oh, he's driving yeah. home from one race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. He gets into a car accident. That's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's all. That's all I was gonna say. He gets into a car accident. Um, Dies, or at least everybody thinks he's dead, Um, but he gets his brain uh, transplanted into the body of a robot. So he's now Robot Man.
2: Yeah, he has. So one of the things you have to mention, make mention also is the fact that as a Robot Man, he can't feel anything. Correct. So he doesn't feel like when people touch him, he doesn't feel like anything. He has to relearn how to use his body. You get to see all of that. And that, all of that is. Fucking brutal to watch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, like you, you you hear, you know, oh yeah, they they took his brain and put it in a robot's body. You think like Robocop. It's like, no, he's kind of just like an iron golem. Yeah. He yeah, looks that, very weird. rudimentary. Like, yeah, he, like, yeah he, like a, like a cheaper robot. Like he has more yeah. in common with like the thing. They
4: um mm. and that's the thing too. He was built, I think, in the seventies or the eighties. Yeah. In the show?
0: In the yes. show, yeah, yeah. Yes. I think they even allude to him like being even outdated for the '80s.
2: Yeah, there was something about that. But needless <laughs> to say, like I have never seen as much emotion come out of a of a a robot. <laughs> non-emoting yeah, robot. a non-emoting robot. That, and that's that's really what you get from that is a, a non-emoting robot that you at one point you almost want to cry because you feel bad for everything that's going on in the story, yeah. like. And, mm. and and that is just one example of like what you care about these characters
4: but everything else is also fucking bonkers yeah yeah we should probably dive into that after we uh take ourselves a little breaky break
2: that sounds like a plan i'm pretty thirsty right now <gasps> Ooh.
4: we'll be back
0: All right, and we're back. Hey, how's it going? Hey, so yeah, we talked about a lot of stuff in the first half. We'll start breaking it down. Ooh. So my big question is: How different was the Morrison run between different than the TV show? Really? Um, I don't want to like,
4: I don't want to be like this apples and oranges because, mm. like, the the TV show does take a lot from like, especially that first trade um like that that scene with uh with crazy jane and robot man from like one of the first couple episodes when she's like painting outside and it rains Mm -hmm. that's lifted straight from the comic sure and like so so is the dialogue
3: Mm, i like that
4: scene it's a great scene it's really good um a lot of the characters a lot of the concepts are like they're brought to t like they're brought to, to tv and like things might change a little bit um but it's pretty like if you're looking to read something that's as crazy as that tv show or if you're looking to to, to um to watch something that's as crazy as like one of the more off the wall comics you've read doom patrols the place to go mm.
3: yeah so the, the tv show had like one vi- like pretty much one overarching villain mm-hmm. is was is that the same for like comics to doom Patrol? because they seem to be kind of all over the place
4: um, depending on the storyline, like and the, the way that Grant Morrison will write a story is very, is like he'll have plot threads throughout. Oh yeah, everything. For sure. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it it is one whole co- cohesive story, but he'll start throwing other villains in, into the mix while like hey, a Mr. Nobody is still kind of in the background plotting his next thing. Okay. Um. Because I, if I remember correctly, he did. He he was the one that was running the um, Brotherhood of Dadaism.
3: Oh, okay.
4: Oh, that, I think I did remember
3: that, which is why I was expecting them to be in the first season. I'm like, I, I need those art villains, <laughs> yo. But
4: I, I, I was upset I didn't get to see them. So hopefully, yeah, season if you, two. If you don't know what Dadaism, uh, if I remember correctly, it is art for the sake of art. it's. It's like art for art's sake.
3: It's like it's almost like anti-art. It was like an art movement. I, I don't know much about it, but
4: essentially, it includes
3: that picture of a latrine with like a word written on it, and that's dot. That's like one of the original pieces. Huh. <laughs> It's, it's actually yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an
2: avant-garde intellectual movement that started around World War One, although not a first, not as not a first as an art movement. It did influence art greatly for a time. Sorry, I'm literally reading off Wikipedia because no, like, it's I, great. I, love I have it. no, I, I have no idea what the hell Dadaism is. If I'm honest with you, also, um, yeah. If
3: you if you Google, it, you'll see that latrine. Yeah, right yeah, there. but that, you're
2: absolutely right. There is just yeah. a latrine there. That's the first yeah. image there. Um, it's weird. That's really that's the only way to really to describe it. Um, (laughs) Surrealism, pop art, punk art, punk rock, uh, span, visual, literal and sound media, including collage, sound, the poetry, cut up writing and sculpture. The whole point of Dadaism was to prove that anything could be art if the artist declared it to be. Dude. (laughs) Yeah, I am art.
3: Yeah, because I say I am. Yeah. Yeah, but then people have to agree.
0: <laughs> I just—I mean, that's
2: a—that's a, that's a little—that's a little harder to do.
0: <laughs> 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 oh man! So you mean to tell me that uh, line in uh, Full Metal jacker where he says, "You're so ugly, you could be a modern art masterpiece." So you're saying that private was dotism? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Just, we, that's how that works, Ben. There. there we go. He—he should—he shouldn't—he should have taken us. Thank
3: you, sir. <laughs> Well, apparently, Dadaism influenced surrealism, pop art, and punk rock, of all things. Yes, so, uh, yeah. There you go. It's a, a very anti establishment. It's like, you can't tell us what art is. I say what art is. But I mean, like, that's kind of fantastic. It's yeah. kind
0: of funny, though, because, like, the show, as chaotic as, uh, as it was, um, th- this was something I, I kind of got out of the uh, Gerard Way run uh, in one of the afterwards he had in, in the trade. Was mm-hmm. He was mentioning how it was so interesting because uh, one of the big scenes in the TV show was that they all sit down for a therapy session. Oh, that's, yeah. a,
4: great, that's a great episode, I too. I love that episode. I mean, do we want to give a... I'm, I don't mean to cut you off, Matt. Do we want to give a quick breakdown of like the characters in the show? Because I realize we haven't really that's
0: done That's what I was going to kind of get to and work it backwards, was because okay. like all the characters, they all have huge flaws. Um, you know yes. we're talking before about the robot man. Um. Mm-hmm horrible adulterer you know treated his wife like trash kind of didn't give a shit about his daughter for the most part i want to say if i remember correctly um no that was the only thing he cared was, about oh okay that was the only thing he cared about
4: yeah i mean he didn't he, he wasn't neglectful because he was being a fucking dickhead about everything else so That's kind of what I, but, but he did care it was one of his regrets for sure
3: yeah
0: but um you had that you had a negative man who um in the morrison run he was a, a closet uh homosexual but i was he was he gay in the like in the sixties though? Cause like I can't imagine he, getting away with that back then.
4: So he wasn't in the comic. Like Larry Trainer isn't. Um in the Graham Morrison run, negative man is technically just a negative being. Um he ends up getting or the, the negative entity that lives in negative man ends up merging with Larry Trainer and like the nurse in the hospital he was in.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: So it just oh. becomes like this like transcendent. Uh, the host person for this negative being um which the, those are kind of his powers he he wears a um in, in the comics the reason he's wearing the bandages is the bandages will uh will keep the entity inside him
1: mm. um
4: and he's able to like let that be he's able to let the being out but also control it for i think like a, a minute or so before like his body starts failing
1: right
0: yeah cuz in the tv um, show he just wore the bandages cuz he was just disfigured i thought yes. yeah Um, But yeah, the the power set is pretty much the same.
4: Um, But the character of Larry Trainer is a closeted um, Air Force pilot in the TV
0: show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think think you're right. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. yeah. and he and he got the negative entity because uh, he went up too high and some celestial thing got in him. It's very uh, fantastic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Then you have Elastic Girl slash Woman. Um, She. It's fr- Rita Fair, yes, Rita Far. Rita, Rita Farr, Farr, excuse me, Farr. which was funny because, um, you first explain her, you, you you think of like you know, she's DC's uh answer to uh Mr. Fantastic, yeah. but at least her portrayal in a TV show, it was more like, uh, no, she just kind of like becomes like a Kira,
4: yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd say more of a blob person, a blob f- uh, that th- 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 that's what he means at the like th- the end of the Kira,
0: yeah, did you, did you not see Kira? Yeah, yeah. You know, where okay. There's a, okay.
3: Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm about to. No. No. Hold on. No, yeah, Spoilers yeah. for Akira. In this app. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah.
2: I have never <laughs> finished watching Akira.
3: Ooh. I say it's beautifully animated. Do yeah. it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. Watch I, it. I remember. Um, oh, this is years ago at this point. Um, I ended up just giving that a go one one afternoon and was like, wow. This is really well animated, and that's about it.
0: It's a really good technical achievement, and you really can't appreciate it in modern times because so much of what made it great in the 80s is now just digitized, and like, you know, weekly shonen animes have what made it great. Like,
4: you could say the same thing about, uh, like, Watchmen. Yeah, yeah. It's, is
2: that that why? Is that why? why? Like, I feel like I'll watch a Cure, and I'm just gonna be like, okay.
0: Yeah, like yep. it's, it's an okay story, yeah. but it's it's technically wise, it's great though. It's, it's not like Cowboy
2: Bebop that just constantly stays good. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's yeah,
0: and and that's a hot take because I'm sure we're gonna have a million anime fans giving us shit for that statement. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I, I personally,
3: I personally, I, I love it, So, like, I'm I'm, it's fine, it's that's fine. Good. But, I uh, I, but yeah, but teach their own, teach their own. I, 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 exactly. Like, I, and I know
2: I'll get grief for thinking that Watchmen is not the best fucking comic ever fucking ever printed.
0: Yeah, it's I mean just, it's great. It's fair, it's,
2: it's okay.
0: But uh, yeah, but yeah, Rita Fair. She uh, she can turn into this huge fleshy blob and cancel the 2020 <laughs> Tokyo Olympics. Oh shit! Well, her, her, <laughs> she her whole it. thing.
2: Her whole thing was not. She, she okay. The whole blob form is because she can't maintain her form. And the reason she can't maintain her form is her own crippling self-anxiety about the issues that she had. Like, she has very serious, like, um, issues with her body as a result of everything that happened to her. So because of that, she can't maintain her form unless she like actively focuses on it, it's a whole big thing that it gets covered in that therapy episode. Yeah. And she's
4: also, she's also horribly vain because she was a big name, uh, actress back in the fifties.
2: Yes. When she was, she had an accident while filming a film and that's what caused the, uh, um, the deformity. And then, uh, if I remember correctly, the professor, Sorry, what, what is it the doctor uh niles niles, niles called yeah that was niles called niles. what did he go by what was his um i think it was his doctor. i think doctor uh, they professor chief. they call him chief. Oh, chief yeah chief that's what it was yeah and then the chief, chief saves him saves her fixes her from her problem helps her kind of uh i wouldn't say master it but definitely kind of helps her no longer be a blobish form
0: yeah but like in the show like every single time she has like a, a moment of high anxiety, she kind of like starts to melt. Like at one point I do yeah. remember she her like being able to slide through vents. But like you, yeah. you hear that she's called Elastic Woman, and then you expect a Fantastic Four. And I don't remember her ever like doing like any cool, you know, uh Mr. Fantastic feats. It was mostly Mr.
2: Fantastic does nothing cool, he just stretches and has a That's brain. He has a brain that he can tr- continuously stretch out and refold, so he has more space for for learning more things. <laughs> he has more. He,
4: he has more space for brain.
0: More brain space. <laughs> All right, right, Doctor Doom. Um Ooh. Hey, no,
4: Ultimate Reed Richards is really good. Yeah, but that's a that's a whole other story. Yeah. That is a
0: whole other story. And then, and then the last uh, member in the TV show, at least, was Jane.
4: Um. There was Jane. There was, Cyborg. Cyborg. was, was also oh, yeah. in love with the team. And how dare you leave out Flex Mentalo? Oh my God, Flex Mentallo. But Flex Mentalo wasn't was up until good. later on. Yeah, I was about to. He's kind so of a B character. We can kind of we can dive into um, shit, Matt. Well, who did you just say? Uh,
0: we were talking about Jane. The the big four in the show, yeah. at least, are are uh, Jane, Rita, Robot Man, and uh, Negative Man. Yes.
2: See, I gotta give credit also to the actress who played uh, Jane. I forget her name.
4: Um, Oh, I forget her name. She did such a fantastic. She did such a great job. So,
2: so the thing with Jane is she has multiple personalities, Mm -hmm. and each personality has a different power. Um, and that was kind of the big shtick. And like, she would randomly go into a different personality and would have a completely different power set, and they wouldn't remember. Uh, They would remember, but like they it was layers of like trauma that was causing that that whole thing. Um, But like the characters were so different that the personality was so different. You could actually like see the actress making sure that she was not playing that same character.
4: Yeah, she did a fantastic job. Real good. Really, really good. Um, Yeah. Like if somebody like a uh, Brendan Fraser playing robot man grabbed me that I was like, oh, okay, I got to keep watching this crazy jane made me stay
3: yeah i definitely stayed for jane yeah she's the best
2: she is played by diane guerrero who if you remember who you know her from she was in orange is the new black she is one of the the more ditzy characters that i did not even recognize was her
0: there you go well that's how
2: that's how good of an actress she is i did not recognize her
0: as playing that character. Well, to be fair, most okay. of the actresses and artists, new black aren't wearing any makeup, and they got their hair <laughs> kind of bad. You know, it took me forever before I realized, holy shit, that's Captain Jane as as the cook. <laughs> Captain Janeway, you didn't realize that It took me forever to put well, that she had the stupid Russian accent. Oh, uh, okay, that's fair. But
3: she kept whipping out that phaser. It, it, it
0: took it took me two minutes. Well, that <laughs> I don't like to think about Voyager, but that's a topic for okay. another day.
3: That's a different episode. Ah,
0: that's that's a
3: whole, new <laughs> that a whole new episode. But
2: yeah, uh Crazy Jane, fantastic character, also goes through a tremendous arc. Also so much trauma. Has a great way of, of dealing- like, well, I wouldn't say she has a great, but the show does a great job of showing the way to that that she deals with that trauma. Um yeah. that's
3: really fucking kind of wild. Um and also, you know, that she kind of deals with it. But there's still more like, it's it's a thing where it's like, it's like one battle at a time, she won a battle. And yeah. it's
2: a reminder that trauma isn't something that you can just fix. Trauma is something that you have to learn to live with. And you have to deal with for the rest of your life, you just have to yeah. cope, cope. And that's yeah. part of what a lot of the show is, is really just all of these broken characters, learning how to cope with their traumas.
4: Uh, i mean one you're you're right and that's kind of what makes uh the comic interesting in my opinion because it, it does a lot of the same kind of things even though they might introduce uh you know these flaws in a different way or these characters um that are in the tv show in the comic as well might have a different flaw in the comic uh, but the comic does a really good job of doing that as well
0: i mean The way I would surmise it is um, the Fantastic Four stick for most of its run has been um, four superheroes that didn't really want to be superheroes. Um, I I feel like Doom Patrol is uh, four superheroes that were, you know, either they had traumatic things happen to them or they were causing traumatic things to happen to people before they became superheroes.
2: I wouldn't even say that. I, I feel like it's four broken, traumatized people. That, a, now have superpowers. that now have superpowers and are in a situation where they kind of have to deal with their shit in order to fix everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, which kind of, kind of in a way makes it feel more real on an emotional level, as opposed yeah. to like a, like a, you know, like a fantastical level. Like, you know, you don't no no situation that they're in is in any way, shape or form fucking normal. Uh, no, it's right.
4: Definitely, it's definitely less of a, um, like a Superman situation, where it's like here, here's this concept of hope and justice and doing the right thing, uh, in a person form.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like that. Um, it, it, it's you know, it's it's more about them just trying to get by. Yeah, yeah. I um, mean, and
4: I mean, I'm going to spoil something. Um, I mean, because then we already talked about how we were going to spoil things anyway. Totally. Um, but what makes things really interesting is that all of their, a lot of their, uh, their trauma. And I can't say a lot of their trauma because the, these when they were like regular people beforehand, they already went through a bunch of trauma. But they're like big uh disaster, I guess, that gave them their powers, all set up by Niles, the guy the, the guy they're calling chief, the guy that they're looking to to mm-hmm. the, you know help me fix my problem, he caused it.
2: Yeah, he caused all of them. He caused all of them.
4: So yeah. it's not it's- even it's not even just uh, you know, Jane, it's not just uh it's not just Clip, it's not Larry, it's not just Rita, but it's also cyborg.
2: Paul is gonna be really, really it's upset cyborg. when he comes in and listens to this part because he's not gonna know what the fuck just happened. <laughs>
0: we, think- mean, we gave a spoiler. I mean, dude, <laughs> to be sick. Break. To be fair, you do kind of see it coming, but it's still great.
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely, I definitely felt I, I, I when I was watching it because again, I went into Doom Patrol blind, blind, and it's one of those things that like I kind of am really, really glad I did because. I got to enjoy it a lot more. I had no comparison to make. I had no no like oh, but this is different from the comics. Oh, but this is this. Oh, but this is that. No, it was great because I just didn't have that, so I could just be there and just say, "This is fucking awesome."
4: Yeah, no, no, and I, I definitely get that. Like, where I was still able to like really uh, like immensely enjoy enjoy the show. Um, I really like Larry Trainer as uh, Negative Man in the comics cuz he's got this, this just like really dry like kind of awful sense of humor. Oh, so good. And um you know him him and uh, robot man play off each other very well. Yeah. <laughs> but um they you only get like a part of that in the show. So I'm like while I really enjoy I really enjoy Matt uh Matt Bomber as as Larry Trainer, I was like give me more of that cuz it's great. But I was also a little bummed out that I'm like oh, but I'm not getting the thing. Like I'm not getting a one to one representation you know what i mean i feel like they Great.
0: jam-packed a lot of that and they probably traded off a lot of uh Robo- robot man and jane's relationship
2: for you that. know where you actually you actually get it more in that titans episode
0: that was the yes. um the,
2: the, pi- the, the, backdoor pilot. the backdoor pilot Yeah. so the it just one of the things to mention um titans did an episode where raven and raven meets beast boy and uh-huh. beast boy takes her to um the house where they all live where the doom patrol lives because Beast Boy was part of, in the comics, is part of the Doom Patrol. See,
4: he's their mascot.
2: Yes, he is their mascot. Um, he's their
3: mascot? Mm-hmm. Was Cyborg also a part of the, the, the at, Doom Patrol at that point? No, at that no. point, no, I don't believe so. Oh. Um,
2: But you get to see Elastigirl, you get to see Robot Man, and you get to see Larry Trainer. And Negative Man, Larry Trainer, is a lot more like that dry mm-hmm. wit that you get from the comic that Ed's talking about um yeah, but they bounced 100%. off but again you get to see that and it bounces off really well but i guess in a way this everything that happens in the story
0: of um of the tv show happens i believe before that i think so they had yeah because they definitely had robot man in the pilot episode cuz i could always remember because it starts off with uh, negative man doing that epic cooking montage <laughs> God,
2: those steaks look great, man. I get
0: hungry looking at them every time. Oh, my God, that food in that scene looked amazing. Those onion rings. But then, yeah, then you see, like, Jane eats very little of it. Uh, Robot Man is, like, looking at the food, lamenting that he can't eat. And then Rita is, like, just scarfing down all of it. Everything. (laughs)
4: Like, she's got, like, chicken and waffles covered in spaghetti on a burger bun. (laughs) Like,
2: If I remember correctly, (laughs) at that point, Robot Man's asking, um... Oh yeah, what does it taste ta- like? Yeah, yeah. Raven, what does it taste like? Can you tell me how it feels? <laughs> it's
0: so sad. Like,
2: <laughs> but the way he's doing it's also really funny. But it's really sad.
0: Yeah. That's what I feel so horrible about is because like there's a lot of scenes like that where it's kind of comedic in the way it's being delivered by Brendan Fraser. But at the same time, like if if he wasn't if he was delivering it any different way, it would be so sad. I got to give a lot of credit <laughs> to Brendan Fraser on that man. I know he's not underneath the suit.
4: No, same thing with uh, Matt Balmer for uh, Larry Trainer. He's not playing the physical person. Oh, so they're, they're not only the... doing the
2: voice. They're doing the. They're pretty much doing voice acting, yeah. which is in and of itself is really difficult. Very difficult. Um, to emote that kind of response too, though. And again, you got to give credit to the people who are actually underneath the suits as well. They're doing a great oh, yeah. job too. They gotta
3: physically emote. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. No, all I gotta say is that show is really, really well done, and I'm really, really excited for season two.
4: Yeah, like there's, I don't want to be like, there's no reason that this show is as good as it is. I mean, cause there is, they like, got the writing staff's fantastic, but, um, and everybody on it's been great. They're knocking it out of the park, but I'm really oh, yeah. excited for this show.
0: I mean, this is like one of those yeah. shows where I, I tell people like, dude, just, just sign up for DC universe for like a week and just watch that show. And then you can yeah, like unsubscribe. Yeah. Like, I, I don't care that you don't like DC. Just, just, just watch that.
4: Yeah. Just watch that show.
0: And then maybe stay for Titans. Cause that show is surprisingly really good. I wasn't a fan. Did you see season two? No, I didn't get that far.
1: That's the fair. wife See, really
0: liked it though. I yeah,
1: enjoyed. The, it.
4: Yeah, that that first season's uh, interesting because it's uh, it's Jeff Johns going. But what if we, we we what if we wrote a gritty, grim, dark, realistic version of these teen sidekicks?
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of that. Yeah, it's fair.
4: Um, they they kind of course correct everything um, like halfway through the season, and then they course correct it even more. In se- like this, episode one of season two. They're just like, yeah, no, it, it's, a, it's a superhero show now.
3: Oh, I hope they course correct even further and do a live action Teen Titans Go. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. And everybody gets serious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they see, it. they're not, they're, that's course correcting that wraps back please, around.
0: Please, please have <laughs> Nick Cage cameo as Superman some more. Please. <laughs> Guys, let's not, see? Let's not, please. Let's bring it please. back,
2: bring it back. Let's not forget we got a Doom Patrol Go episode at one point. Wait, oh what? yeah, we
4: did. Oh we did. <laughs> what? what, what? <laughs>
2: Teen Titans Go did a Doom Patrol Go episode. Just I need to see this. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, en- and I, I enjoyed think they it. got
4: all the I think they got all the voices from um the Doom Patrol show. Oh, that's
3: great! Yeah, if I remember, that's, correctly. If I
4: remember correctly, yeah, yeah I don't, that was oh, so I love, good. I forgot about that. That was really funny yeah, me too.
3: I love Teen Titans Go! <laughs> is just so willing to do DC deep cuts and then just make fun of their own properties. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, and also and also just kind of revel in the ridiculousness of comic book characters as it is. Like, what what an awesome show! <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, like I I get it that there's a generation of people that are like, this isn't the the cartoon I grew up with. I'm like, you're right, it's not. It's a comedy show for kids. Yeah,
0: yeah. but, but it's right, also but a but celebration the writing, of DC
4: yeah, Comics. Exactly, because the writing <laughs> staff knows that the kids aren't watching, and they know it's like. But they also but
0: they also did a great job making fun of those fans too in that show. <laughs> that's all they do. Now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I mean, just, I feel like that's fantastic. That's perfect because we're the kind of people who just enjoy to watch the show because we enjoy watching it. But we're not yeah, going to sit funny. there and nitpick.
3: I mean, we do sometimes, but. Yeah, we do sometimes. But we like like Nick Cage's Superman, genius casting. Like, Teen Titans go to the movies, just go oh, off. That's a great
0: movie. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so good. oh, man. So good. Best DC movie since Superman Returns.
3: Oh, such a good movie. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I,
0: I
2: enjoyed I enjoy the Teen <laughs> t- t- Titans go to the movies. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> Dude, it was fantastic.
0: <gasps> oh,
1: man. Oh, <laughs>
0: So, um, Grant. who did the, uh, after the, uh, Grant Morrison run, who, who is the next guy? You said Jeff Johns, uh, Keith Giffen, Keith Giffen. um, so it, he didn't write it like
4: directly after him, but that's like the next, like really big, like seminal run. Um, cause Gerard way, once he picks it up, uh, draws a lot from Grant Morrison and Keith Giffen's run. Like they're kind of like, if, if Keith Giffen's run is a sequel, to what grant morrison did um gerard ways writing the trilogy yeah sure yeah, does that make sense mm-hmm. um because there's there's that breakdown of, of danny in um the first trader of, of gerard ways one and he's talking about how like danny was a street and then he got destroyed and then he was a brick and then the brick turned into a bungalow and then like some other shit happened and then he turned into a uh, an ambulance mm-hmm. that's him literally going through like grant morrison's run keith Kippen's run and now now he's an ambulance
0: gotcha yeah I, I read a little bit of the gerard way run and i really enjoyed it yeah it's great um
4: and as, as somebody that was familiar with the comics it's like all the little callbacks and stuff it's like it's like that's super cool you know what i mean
1: mm. okay Oh hell yeah so but it,
4: what's good about that run though is that you don't need it um like you can jump in blind like you you could jump in blind and that could be the first doom patrol thing
0: you read and it's still really good yeah i mean like i they had it at my library that's how i read it and um all i had done was watch the first season of the show and i picked it up and i got it i felt you know
4: oh yeah it's great um and, and i i do love the inclusion of uh, flex mentallo in that. yeah he was good in it who i wanted to talk about cuz he's great in the show oh yeah so
3: good so good
4: um so flex mentallo he's got the powers of the beach no i'm sorry he, he he's got the powers of muscle memory yeah what Next does that mean? Not exactly. I don't know. He flexes and things happen.
3: Yeah. He's like a physical psychic, you know? <laughs> he has to move himself to make things He's happen.
0: He's like a DC comic version of uh, Terry Crews from the Old Spice commercials. That That is mm, yeah, yeah, That
4: is accurate. That is very accurate. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's perfect. to be fair, he does flex and gives everybody on Danny the Street an orgasm.
0: <laughs> Except Robot Man. <laughs> Who Robot Man's so confused. <laughs>
4: that scene is
2: great oh that scene is perfect i mean he's
0: he's able to flex people in and out of existence yeah <laughs> yeah he has to flex correctly like there's there's
3: a, a subtlety to it
2: Uh by the way hacker for your information it's actually an episode of young justice outsiders called oh my nightmare God. monkeys where uh the beast boy character from night from young justice Puts on a VR helmet and has like a nightmare of him going through different incarnations of himself.
4: I remember this. Okay, that's what it was. Yes, that's oh, what. I haven't incredible. watched it Justice. Yes, like, oh, that shows great. It really yes,
1: is.
2: yes. So just I, I, I linked. I put a link to uh, a bunch of Easter egg stuff from Doom Patrol Go and the actual a link to the actual episode of DC Universe.
4: I love it. Aquaman. That's, Aquaman. Aquaman. that's great. Is still a dumb name though. Oh, I mean, it, it, it's not great. But like, <laughs> hell, look at the Legion of Superheroes. They're all like Lightning Lad and like Lightning Last. Like, it's it's awful, but it's awesome. <laughs> like, it's so comic stupid. Comic books are like quirky. Yeah, like, it's so stupid, but like, it's it's kind of fun. Let's not forget. Yeah.
2: Let's not forget when most of these comic books were created. Like, you don't get much
0: in ways of imaginatism. I mean, Robot Man? He's a robot and a man. He's or, a more, more. What more do you want? He's a man and a robot. Well, I mean, if he was a cop, he'd be called Robocop, and then, you know. Well, actually, no, they're both owned by Warner Brothers, so it would have been okay. (laughs) (laughs) Dead or alive, you're coming with me. I love it. (laughs) Uh, Anything else you want to bring up about Doom Patrol that we think is worth Um, mentioning? I mean, like is like I said, the Gerard Way run, man. I read that and finally I understood uh, Danger Days.
4: Oh, wasn't dangerous the um the, 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 the third Mike didn't that have, album didn't that, didn't that have a uh, sing on it yes that other song i like that album Stop i mean
2: out. i will a nice thing to kind of add to that is gerard way is also the guy who wrote um
4: umbrella academy umbrella academy yes thank you
2: so well, that's another really great show if you want to watch some uh good comic book tv yeah. while you're in i gotta um, get in quarantine
4: I gotta, I gotta get into that. We, uh, we started Lock and Key. If you're looking for another, uh, you know, comic book show to watch, do it. Watch it. It's good. Ooh. I mean, I'm only, I'm only one episode in, but I like it. I just didn't know that Bode's name was actually pronounced Bode, and it makes me sad.
3: <laughs> I know my world was sure oh, That doesn't yeah. bode well. <laughs> no. It doesn't, it doesn't bode well either.
4: 100 no, <laughs> doesn't bode well. That kid is so precious. <laughs> I would take a bullet for him. Like, <laughs> I don't. I hate
2: that kid.
3: Really? Bodhi? Yes, really. Yeah.
1: Wow, dude. Yeah,
2: I I, I watched I watched uh, honestly. I, that might be the reason why I didn't finish it. I started watching it and just kind of was like,
3: uh, that that can, take is molten to me.
4: Right? Like you you sh- you need to read it, follow. Is there an active
3: volcano <laughs> in Staten Island right now? Because what a take. <laughs> that's the hottest
4: thing like that ever. little kid's fucking annoying like i'm pretty i'm pretty sure the heat in paulo's apartment right now is like 45 degrees kelvin oh,
1: oh
0: shit <laughs> he
4: invoked the name of kelvin on your
0: ass <laughs> he's getting scientific
4: i'm um, pretty i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty sure the, the the uh invocation of kelvin is either the name of my new like <laughs> math rock band or like Kelvin Invoker definitely sounds like some kind of trip-hop band from the 90s. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely
3: some, some jazz-core math whatever. Kelvin some experience.
0: Bieber-core. Bieber-core? <laughs> Bieber oh, my God. That has to be a thing, I hope.
3: <laughs> oh, God. Wash your hands, guys. Wash your Please. Hands. Please wash your hands. Paula doesn't have to. His skin's melted <laughs> off.
4: You ever see that that, uh, that, that um... Oh, it's that panel of um, the Punisher running over Wolverine with a, um, not a cement mixer. Um, a Zamboni? Shit. No, it's on a Zamboni. It's like the big, um, not dumb truck. Why can't I pull a this? Ford oh, Pinto. My God. Sure. He hits him with a big fucking car, and he like lit his face on fire before that, so you just see like the fucking Wolverine adamantium skeleton in his face yeah. as he's getting hit by a giant construction vehicle. That's Paula right now.
0: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> Staten Island's an
0: active volcano.
1: No, but
4: Paula's apartment is an active volcano right now. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: hottest it takes. <laughs> God. You guys want another uh,
4: quick hot take before we go? Yes.
0: Please. Stay safe, everybody. Ooh, hot take. Mm, stay.
4: Stay safe. Wash, wash your hands.
0: Stay hot out there. Good night, everybody. All of the music that you have heard is the song Dance Rock off the album Descent of the Goober Monster by Jesse Spillane. It is licensed under Attribution 4.0 International CC by 4.0 license off freemusicarchive.org. If you have a question, a topic you would like us to cover, or simply wish to tell us all of the facts that we have screwed up, Feel free to email us at layman'sguide to the multiverse at gmail.com. Also, feel free to visit us at our website at layman'sguide to